Kristen. And I'm Bethany. And this is Looking for the Middle, the Christian girl's guide to modern dating. We're here to help you date with confidence while honoring the Lord and to show you that your identity and contentment are in Christ. We're going to give you the tools that you need to date successfully and be set up well for success in a godly marriage. If you've ever felt like you didn't really belong with any of the extremes in dating today, well, you're not alone. Neither did we. And that's why we're here looking for the middle. Hello, friends. Welcome to the season finale of season eight. I cannot believe we're already here. It's so crazy. So crazy. This has, I think just the recording schedule, it's flown by. Yeah. Because we've done it so like ahead of time, but it is, because this will be out at the, what, it'll be the end of May when it's coming out. But we're recording it in the middle of April. So, (laughs) haha. But yes, we are super excited that y'all are here. It's going to be a grand old time as we wrap the season up. We've got a good conversation for you in store today. But before that, housekeeping, Bethany. Yes. So let's talk about social media. Uh, You should follow us on there if you don't. Um, We are on Instagram at LFTM underscore podcast. That's the best place to keep in touch with us there. So do that. Um, Sign up for our newsletter if you haven't already. Lookingforthemiddle.com. There's a button or a link in our bio on Instagram. You can get our newsletter, which comes out every Thursday after the episodes. Um, It has... Just stuff we talk about in the episode, if we reference a book or another podcast or anything like that, we put that in there, um, along with, uh, you can actually sign up for the newsletter in, or the Facebook group in there too, right? Yes, we can. So you can sign up to be in our Facebook group or get to the page for that, um, which if you haven't already, it's, um, I'm really enjoying the Facebook group. It's called LFTM Community on Facebook. Um, it's public to search private to join so search for that it'll get you to it you can request and i'll i'll get you in there but um it's a great place to be able to talk a little more openly because it's a protected environment just about the things we're kind of all going through and y'all can get to know each other there and all that sort of thing so go join there um social media newsletter facebook right yep got it and all the points (laughs) all right question of the day yes what is your second favorite tv show second favorite so for if you've been a long time listener you'll know bethany's favorite tv show is the office <laughs> mine is friends okay so what's your second, second favorite favorite it's <laughs> oh dear it's a show i found on i think it was on actually i think it was on netflix at the time years ago and it's this it's called mcleod's daughters how have i never heard of this it's australian okay like i've literally had to look i've wanted to buy it on dvd but they're all like australian coded dvds so i'd have to buy a like universal a, dvd player oh to be able dear to get gracious it. it's like eight or nine seasons and their seasons are like 30 episodes long so i mean it's ton and it is this soapy drama like outlandish like it's cheesy but it's australian which means all the guys have accents oh wow um, that's fun yeah it's about these two sisters who their dad dies this is all happens in the pilot i'm not giving anything away yeah they're half sisters they don't really know each other he leaves them his cattle ranch in australia like the one lived there the other one comes in so basically it's about them and then the women that work for them running this they're like this female run cattle ranch in the outback basically um and yeah I, I love it. Never heard of this. Well, it's not. Wow. You can watch it on Prime now. I oh, think. Okay. It's corny. I know. But I get that it. Sounds good. Love it. Okay. I need to check that out. Yes. 
Um, well, now I feel really lame that mine and the second one is The Office. Um, <laughs> well, that was my first one. So. One of my top ones is uh, Jeopardy. I'm just gonna be shoot real straight with y'all. I love watching Jeopardy during uh, COVID. I, I watched Jeopardy on Netflix so much. Oh my word, that's funny. I love it, um, and I feel really good about myself when I watch the ones that I know a lot of answers to, and then I feel really Is that awful about you've myself. Them before no, thank you. <laughs> uh, and then there are some that I don't know, but like two questions, and I feel really stupid. But um, I watched the whole like tournament of champions. I'm such a dork. I know. That's um, but yes, I love Jeopardy. So we'll throw that in there. Something more interesting that. than Perfect. The Office. All righty. Excuse me. There's not much more well, interesting than The Office. That's true. That's true. Really, it's only The Office like seasons two through. Yeah. Like seven. Six or seven. Yeah. yeah. Whenever Michael leaves. <laughs> and then it all just goes downhill. And then you come back for the finale. Yeah. And then you're good. All right. So today's topic, we are discussing the question, can we get too distracted with the looking? Yeah. And by looking, we mean looking for someone to date. So Bethany pitched this idea several weeks ago and it actually came from a conversation with, do we want to say his name? Or I think so. I'm not, yeah. With our friend Gabe, who was on the Mentel All. Um, him and Bethany and some people had gone to lunch after church one day and they got into a conversation about this and Bethany was like I think we could do an episode yeah. on this and we thought why not do it as a season finale so talk to us about that conversation okay, yes and give us some context so we had gone to lunch um this is a while ago um and Gabe said something about oh you know I told you I got on hinge or whatever now, first of all, Gabe has sworn up and down he would for a really never, long time. He would never get online. Yeah. So anyway, I was like, no, Gabe, you didn't tell me that. And I said, but I'm on Hinge, so I know that you're on Hinge. Because <laughs> <laughs> he had totally popped up on my on mine one day. Um, and he was like, you didn't swipe on me? I was like, no, I didn't. No. Anyway, um, so we got into this whole conversation though, about he was showing me his profile and like... He was like, yeah, so I have, he has a photo album on his phone of like pictures that he puts on his profile. Like, good. I'm like, I do the same thing. So we're talking about this whole thing about like, oh, well, you put this on your profile. And I'm like reading his and like, oh, change this. Or, oh, what about that? Or I have this. And how do you say this? And like all this stuff. And so first of all, none of what we're about to say is because I think Gabe is doing it. It just, this conversation I had with him got me thinking afterwards about like, we as a generation have the whole looking process down to a science. We have albums on our phone of pictures to put on dating apps to cycle through. So they're new pictures, but they're really good ones. And we make sure we just use the ones from this thing, or we don't say this or we do like we have the, the looking down to a science and we spent, and this is what got me thinking about it afterwards. I was like, good grief. How much time and energy do I devote to looking for someone and making sure I'm doing that correctly as opposed to cultivating myself in like being ready to be in a relationship. Yeah. And so that's what got me thinking. Are we, are we as a whole too distracted with the looking part? And is it detrimental to our relationship potential? Yeah. Yeah. I think, I had not even really considered that until we had the conversation. I was like, oh my gosh, you're right. Yeah. And I think what's going to be interesting about this episode is this is not going to be one of those episodes where we give y'all like 
a six point list of ways to fix this problem. Like (laughs) we y'all know we love a good list. We love practical advice, but the point of this conversation is really to challenge your thinking and ours too Uh of like, are we focusing too much on the wrong thing? Not that it's a bad thing, uh-huh. but maybe not where the majority of our focus should be. Yeah, placed. are we are we have we misweighed like a, is it out of proportion yeah. to the amount of time or effort or whatever that it should have? Really? Yeah, and so because of that, like the episode may be a little open ended. Yeah, um, which is great for finale. I know y'all love that. <laughs> um, yeah, real great. But just to kind of give you an idea of what this is going to be like, this isn't going to be a okay. And here's a twelve step process to you know making sure you're not looking like spending too much time looking and not enough time not looking um and doing other things so this is just going to be a, a thinker yeah, of an episode basically our outline for this is blurbs of our thoughts yeah. and we're gonna go off of that to create the episode and then we'll kind of leave it yes leave it in your court and this is one of those things where it's like okay so we're gonna talk about this and then let's in the facebook group after t- after this airs um i'll p- i'm gonna make myself a note i'll post a question um and we can uh discuss it more your thoughts your ideas like different you know different things that maybe contribute to this and all all that sort of thing um so hold on i'm making myself a note to be sure and post that in there um cut this out hold on no you're good okay so the first the first thing that it's just kind of been on my mind is that i think with the prevalence of online dating like I was saying, we have this process of finding someone down to a science almost. It's it, it's almost like, you know, dating apps use algorithms. And so it's almost like we try to create an algorithm to outsmart theirs. Yeah. As opposed to really understanding that these are other people. Like this is a person behind this profile. Most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> Every once in a while you get those fun ones that aren't actual yep. people, but they're bots anyway. Um and so you treat them as such. You, you you look at this other person as a big set of data points as opposed to being an actual human. And it's and it's hard not to do that. Like the, the, the medium supports it, you know, because it is a screen with a bunch of data points. So you have to get into, okay, like, should I say this? Or I'll say this, but I'm not going to ask that. And like, I'm going to put this picture, but I need to make sure that I have a good co- caption with it and crop it just right and make sure it's, third in order and not first because I want to see this picture first and then that like but I think we have a deficiency then like we we have all of that figured out down to the tiniest little detail but then when it comes to actually maintaining a relationship we have a deficiency there because we have reduced people to a set of data points and then we're dating a real person who has these other interests and other things and they think for themselves and they, you yeah. know, it's like a whole, a whole person, not just like a puppy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I, I I'm not trying to like reduce, y- y'all know what I mean? Like yeah. with a puppy, it's just there to please you and it just does what you want and it makes you happy and it does all the right things. So you'll give it a treat. And I feel like we take guys off of dating profiles and then want them to do the same thing. Yeah. As opposed to giving them room to be themselves and figuring out, okay, do I like this person or do I like their carefully curated dating profile? Yeah. And I'm not saying it's easy because all you have to go on is their carefully curated dating profile. 
but then you expect too much of that from the person. Yeah. And this is where it's opened in because I'm not going to say, oh, here's what you do instead. It's yeah. like, we just need to be careful about that. Yeah. Well, cause, and I feel like it's weird because we think with social media, like I would never judge a person totally off their social media, but then we do that with dating apps uh-huh. and it's basically the same thing. Yeah. And this made me think when we were talking about it of like, when you're looking for a job, yeah, like you don't, like if you spend all your time, like if you're trying to like get a job and you're spending all your time working on your resume, but you never actually apply for a job or like go to interviews, <laughs> yeah. like you're not going to get a job. Like you're going to have a really great resume, but then what's the point? And like, that sounds dumb because if like I was talking to like a friend that just got out of college, I'm like, okay, are you looking for jobs? Like, yeah, I'm really working on my resume making sure it's like aesthetically pleasing and like it's organized well. And like, I make sure I use this verbiage and this, that, and I put this picture on. I'm I mean, like, the first time you might be like, oh, okay, cool. Okay. Yeah. Great. How many people have you sent it to? <laughs> yeah, or, or three weeks later. If yeah. You're like, like, how's hey, it going? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm like, I've narrowed it down to like one page instead of two. And I'm like, but have you applied for a job? Like, has anyone like <laughs> has anyone taken interest in the resume? Yeah. And it's like, of course you wouldn't do no. that. Like there's, but it's kind of the same thing. Yeah. Here. Like we try so hard with our profile to make sure, like you said, this picture, say this, ask this, use this caption, make sure I'm funny, but not too funny. Make sure I'm Christian, but not too Christian. Or like, you know, it, it's just, we're focusing so much on whatever image we want to cast out into the world. Mm-hmm. And then once that is accepted by somebody and intri- like intriguing to someone like, Oh crap. Now what? Right. And just like with the job thing, like you don't just make your resume, you prep for interviews, you research mm-hmm. the companies, you go through sample questions, you talk to friends, you get letters of recommendation, whatever you need to do. You're, you making sure you're dressed like you've got an outfit, like yeah. all this stuff that you're doing outside of just prepping your resume. Uh-huh. The same thing goes for dating. It's not just like, oh, I got one. Now yeah. what? Well, like <laughs> you've got to talk to him and yeah. you've got to like ask questions and get to know him and like talk on the phone or like hopefully go like lead to seeing him in person yeah. or whatever. Well, and like <laughs> it's like to, if we're gonna go with the, I like this resume theme of you know, let's say on your resume. Oh, let's say you put on there that you're going to strategize storage, efficiency, and compartmentalization. When in reality, what you're trying to say is you stack boxes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we all do it on our resumes. I'm not, it's fine. Oh yeah. oh yeah. But if you do the same thing on your um, dating profile, mm. then you actually meet someone and you're like, oh yeah, I stack boxes. Yeah. I don't really do all these other things that I made it sound like I do. So like we get distracted by making it sound all great so that someone will like your profile and we lose sight of the fact that you want someone to like you. Yeah. If your profile is not you, you're setting yourself up for failure. And then when that person comes and says, well, dating online dating doesn't work for me. I'm like, well, why you're not really, you're not the one that's dating. Exactly. So don't put that you're six feet when you're actually five, nine. (laughs) Sorry. Calm down. Calm Uh, down. Okay. (laughs) Get off my soapbox. (laughs) But seriously, like, and I think that's well, don't where that you like hiking if you hate it. Yes. Because like, everyone else seems to like it. Yes. But I think that's where we get in this mindset of, I want people to like me. And so this is the picture of myself I'm going to give them. Uh-huh. And then you're not actually giving them an accurate picture because you're, again, we talked last episode about, or a couple, 
yeah it was last episode about thinking long term Mm -hmm. you're thinking in the short term of term of i want somebody to like me i want somebody to show me attention i want somebody to find me attractive i'm not thinking about oh hey if we do go out they're gonna find out i'm three inches shorter than i said i was they're gonna find out that i stack boxes and i don't specialize in storage you know efficiency and compartmentalization you know um they're gonna realize i have a great vocabulary but like you know it's just it's so we get really short-sighted when all we're worried about is like what are they gonna think of the profile not hey is this enough to like intrigue them to where they want to get to know me right and that's and that's where it goes back to we're so distracted by the trying to find someone and the mm-hmm. trying to have someone find us that we don't think past an initial online dating conversation. Yeah. Like what happens when you get found? Exactly. You're looking and then you find someone and because this is what happens over and over and over. And I'm speaking from a girl's perspective, looking for guys is you talk to these guys who have these profiles and you go out a few times and you're like, Ugh, yeah. th- what, what, where did this go wrong? You know? So I'm sure it's, this, I know it's the other way. Cause we're yeah. even more careful about curating what goes on something like this than guys are. Oh yeah. I so I so. know it's how it is. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, that's the first thing. Yeah. So now the second thing I think a big contributor here is we have lost the ability to work through anything anymore. Um, Cause I mean, it, and it, I think this goes back again to a lot of the, the online day, the prevalence of that is that at, at the slightest sign of trouble or, <laughs> shocker hard work um we cut and run or we think well this must not be it because this is a lot of hard work but but I think a lot of the motivator for that is in the back of our minds we know there's another guy or a girl if you're a guy listening just around the next tinder corner Mm. you know in the back of my head it's like okay well yeah this is gonna be a lot of hard work and this is gonna require a lot of effort and selflessness on my part boo (laughs) That's what we think. <laughs> yeah. And so it's like, well, eh, there's plenty of others. I'm going to, there's probably someone else there who would make this easier. Yeah. And that's so, such a consumeristic mindset. Exactly. And, and so that's where we're constantly, not only are we distracted by the looking, but because of it, we're stuck in this loop of looking because everyone wants this perfect ideal. And when it doesn't happen, instead of saying, okay, well, we're going to work through this because I care about you and you have the qualities and the character that I'm looking for in someone you're trying to honor the Lord I'm trying to honor the Lord we're going to make a commitment and make this work knowing neither of us is perfect instead we say "Ugh, this seems hard thank you next move on to the next guy until he starts to seem like hard work and then we just keep going and you're in this loop constantly of looking yeah Well, and I think with all of that looking and all of those options come a lot of what ifs too. You know, what if there's someone more compatible? What if there's someone I'm more attracted to? What if there's someone funnier, more spiritual, less annoying? I don't know. Yeah. There's always, I think this is one of the worst things that has come from online dating. And I think initially we thought it was one of the best things, but it's like this endless amount of people. Like you never, yeah. like you, there's always somebody else. Yeah. Originally it was like, oh wow, I'm going from this tiny little few people here that I'm, I have either dated them and don't want to marry them or I'm not interested. So this is going to open up the possibilities. It's going to widen your pool. There's going to be more people so you can just meet someone. Um, like we talked about a few weeks ago with, um, I think it was the episode of like, things we wish our mom's generation knew of contrary to popular belief 
online dating is not, you know, Prince Charming central. Yeah. <laughs> um, and vice versa. I'm sure there aren't, you know, lovely princesses galore for guys either. And so what I think was originally intended to be like, oh my goodness, this great way for everyone to be able to meet everyone has, as everything does in a sin fallen world, backfired a little. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and this is coming from someone who has online dated plenty. Yeah. I'm just, I, I don't know. I'm formulating thoughts more than I'm like, you know, it's not all, I don't think I've ever said it's all good, but yeah. I can see some ripple effects of issues. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, honestly, if you have this, if that pattern of thinking of like, oh, there's someone else, oh, I'll find someone else. Maybe there's someone better. Maybe there's, you know, what if there's someone better? What if it, it, this isn't God's best? When you bring in that misguided way of thinking from the church of like, oh, you just wait for God's best. You just wait till you get that, you know, what God has for you is more than you ever thought it could be. So perfect. So great. Blah, blah, blah. When you have that ingrained pattern of thinking, it doesn't just somehow shut off once you're in a serious relationship or once you're married even. Um, you're going to find yourself looking for a way out as soon as there are bumps in the road because there there must be someone better out there. Or this is not, you know, the, the people who say, well, God just wants me to be happy are the ones who then say, well, God just, I'm sure he just wants me to be with someone better. I'm sure this is not the relationship God would have picked for me because, um, you know, he's not doing what I want or I'm not happy in this or it's not as easy as I thought it would be. Um, and God just wants me to be happy. No, yeah. it, this is the right person for you to be married to because you're, you're married. married to them. Yeah. Um, and you, you, you made a commitment before the Lord. You, you have covenanted and those aren't things that are just broken. Um, so we're not going to get into biblical grounds for divorce in this yeah. episode, <laughs> but we, that's not, a, if that thought pattern has been your thought pattern for years of online dating and looking and just next guy, next guy, next guy, because, well, I don't like this and I don't like that. And da, 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 um, that's not going to just go away. Mm-mm. No, it's not. And anything worth having is worth working for. Yes. And that includes a relationship and that includes marriage. And if we think that, you know, Oh, happily ever after happens when the wedding comes. Like you can have a very happy life with your spouse. I hope you do. Like, Uh but that doesn't mean there's not going to be stuff you've got to work through. That doesn't mean there's going to not going to be hard times. It doesn't mean that there are going to be situations where like, you don't even want to be in the same room with them. Okay. (laughs) Let's just shoot straight here. Like there are going to be times that they are on your absolute nerves. You're mad at them. They're mad at you. You're hurt. They said something that hurt your feelings. You hurt their feelings, whatever. And you've got to work through that. And so as you're dating, you scale that. I'm mm-hmm. not saying you need to get that serious with somebody that quickly. And like all of a sudden, like everything they do that is awful, that drives you up the wall that you just tolerate. I'm not <laughs> saying that. You scale it though. And you start to figure out, okay, there's this guy. We started talking online. I really like him. Here's a, our, we've been talking for a few weeks. Here's our first bump in the road. Am I just going to cut and run because there's a bump? Or is it, oh, hey, I really like him. Let's talk through this. Right. Because if your immediate reaction is, I'm going to cut and run, you're never going to have anything of depth or like longevity Uh because it's like Monica and Chandler. Like they have one (laughs) fight and Chandler's like, well, it was a good run. And she's like, (laughs) what are you talking about? about? We had a fight. Doesn't mean we break up. And then she's like, oh, that's why you've never had a long term (laughs) relationship. You fight one time and then you're gone. 
why you didn't want to ever fight with Janice because you knew it was the end. <laughs> like, you can't just cut and run. And that's something you can start to cultivate now, yeah. even at a scaled, in a scaled sense while you're dating. Yeah. And I think if you boil it down to its root, this whole way of thinking is so selfish. You know, I want it to be easy for me. I want him to make me happy. I want to have all of my needs met. And that is not what relationships are about. Um, And I think we would all agree with that. Like we all agree at that level. No, relationships are about sacrifice. They're about being selfless. They're about compromise. They're about all of these things that are not about you. We agree on that. But then we turn around and we don't look for someone that says it sets us up well for a relationship that looks like what we just said it should look like. We look for someone to do all those things I just said, make it easy for me, meet all my needs, make me happy, do what I want, be my Prince Charming, all these things. And if they're doing the same thing, then you've got two selfish people looking for someone selfishly to then go into a selfless marriage. Huh? Mm, Yeah. You're not setting yourself up well. I mean, I'm not either if that's what I'm doing for that. Yeah. No, not at all. I think like if I had to ask one question, as we're going through all of this, like for you to consider if you're sitting here thinking like, Oh, maybe I have been focusing too much on the looking, yeah. like think about it this way. Like, do you spend as much time getting to know somebody as you do preparing to be in a position to get to know somebody mm, yeah. like all this prep work, all this fine tuning, all of this looking, all of this, you know, resume yeah. catering, whatever. Are you spending just as much time actually getting to know the guy? Or is it, oh, I'm, because here's, I would like to propose a thought and you can call me and say, call me out and say, this is not true if it's not. But like, (laughs) there is a comfort, I think, that we can retreat to of like, oh, well, if you don't like me, I'll just go back and like fix this until somebody does. And like, Mm. I'm like, as long as I'm working on this and I'm not working on actually like meeting somebody, I can't get hurt. I can't get rejected. I can like feel good about myself and all these great pictures of me and all these wonderful, funny things I've written and all this stuff. And there's a little bit of this like comfort blanket Mm -hmm. that comes with that. And I think that you have to spend as much, or I would argue more time actually talking to people and getting Uh to know them. Once you have decided what you want to portray to the world through your online dating profile, (laughs) then you do working on the profile. Like, There's a reason they have you do that first in its entirety and then they let you loose. (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's like, fill it all out. Okay, now you've done it. Now go talk to people. Uh And it's not, oh, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, you can talk to people. And Tuesday, (laughs) Thursday, Saturday, you have to like work on fixing your profile and like making changes and, you know, weekly adjustments or whatever. It's like, no, you make it and then you go talk to people. And if you find that you're spending more time on your profile than you're actually like talking to guys and I was like why are you online yeah you're Uh, online to meet people like that's something that um Stephanie Mae Wilson talks about on her podcast her blog she says like you have to look at dating apps as introduction apps yep because you're not dating on there you're meeting people so that you can decide if you want to date them the point is to get off the app yeah (laughs) like what is hinges like thing designed to be deleted like that's the goal and so if you are on there just because you want to keep working on your profile and you're not actually talking to somebody, then why are you on there? Like, if you're not talking to people, then maybe that's not your route. Like, maybe you go a different path. Yeah. At least temporarily. 
but like we were saying earlier, we've got to figure out like where has the weight shifted uh-huh. and are we putting our focus on the right things like, or as much of our focus on the right things as yeah. we need to. Well, and I would add to that. I thought this is where you're going at first. And I was like, yes. And then you went another direction. I was like, yes. But <laughs> talking about like retreating when like something's hard or someone, like if a guy doesn't like something about you instead of like retreating and like working on stuff, if you're retreating as a way of saying, well, he didn't like me. And so I'm just going to, you know, be gone with him and take a step back. And I'm waiting for a guy who loves me for me mm-hmm. instead of saying, well, maybe there are things that I should work on. You know, it's a, an easy thing to do is say, well, he didn't like me and I'm just waiting for a guy who loves me for who I am because I'm perfect and nothing needs to change is kind of the unspoken second part of that statement. Yeah. Um, and that's problematic too. So if you're constantly ending things with guys because of whatever reason, and it's like, oh, maybe, maybe there are some character issues you need to work on. Maybe you do have some relational things you need to improve on. Um, but you're too stuck in your ways to see that. That might be worth looking into as well. <laughs> yes, definitely. And I think that, like where we get in trouble is like we get bored really quickly. Mm-hmm. I saw something, no joke, basically saying because of the constant scrolling of everything on our phones, um, don't quote me on this. You can go find the stat yourself, though. I'm not going to look it up. Basically, it's the um, average human attention span is less than that of a goldfish at this point. It's like six or seven seconds. That's insane. And that's not speaking to the um, highly intelligent state of goldfish, just so we're all clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> goldfish ain't you, got a whole lot going on upstairs. <laughs> okay. No. But if you think about it, how many of you guys right now are listening to this on your phone with your headphones plugged in and you're also scrolling something else on your phone? Yeah. I bet it's a lot of you. Yeah. And I say that because that's how I listen to podcasts too, so I get it. Yeah. This isn't a Bethany's holier than thou. Let me tell no. you how you're doing things wrong. This is convicting to me as well in no. that very you sit and watch tv and scroll your phone you were talking to your friends and you're scrolling your phone we're not fully focused we don't train our brains to be fully focused on any one thing anymore which means we're not ever really focused on anything and we get bored and distracted very quickly and if you want to try and tell yourself that doesn't translate into your relationships with people romantic or otherwise i think you're kidding yourself yeah i think we all are i think we have gotten ourselves to think no no we can handle it yeah but we can't (laughs) yeah and kind of like what we were saying earlier like when we get bored and then we even get bored if someone doesn't just like if we actually meet a guy and he just doesn't sweep us off our feet immediately yeah we think the answer to that problem is being like exactly what you said okay bye i'm gonna go like you know tweak my profile a little bit or whatever and change my pictures but like what if that's not the way to fix it yeah you know, like, like you said, it's this thought of, oh, well, he doesn't clearly appreciate me or yeah. he doesn't like, this is all on him and da, 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 da. And like, I'm not saying there are times where like, okay, yeah, maybe he just didn't like, maybe he wasn't it. I'm not saying that's always like, oh, you have some fatal flaw you need to go address because a <laughs> guy yeah. didn't want to like talk to you anymore on Bumble. But like, we're really quick to write people off I feel like if they don't meet this like glorified expectation we have of them very quickly yeah well and I think as girls especially we especially if this is an online context we plan out or even just texting now that I'm thinking about it well we plan out these conversations five or six steps or messages ahead and we have this perfectly imagined 
you know, curated conversation going a la social media. Um, and then when he dares to have his own mind and personality and like, he doesn't respond according to our like pre-written script, then we'll say, well, he just doesn't get me or he's not what I'm, it's just not what I'm looking for. Like it's just, we're not, we're not meshing. We're not clicking. There's not really any chemistry there. Well, in reality, all you're looking for there is yourself. Mm. You're looking for someone who somehow knows this perfect conversation that you have come up with and is going to regurgitate it back to you. And that's just setting guys up for failure. If I'm being real honest. (laughs) Yeah. And writing him off when you don't get that is not the answer. Like, yeah. Or going back to your profile to like make changes and then go show yourself off to somebody else is not the answer. Like what if the answer is like, you just keep talking to him and you see if you actually like him, even if he's not exactly what you expected. Yeah. Or what if it's like just being diligent and getting to know him better and not letting like, Oh, his first three messages weren't great. Like, yeah, but he's, showing interest they may not be again exactly what you thought up in your head of exactly what he was supposed to say but what if you just keep getting to know him and you don't write somebody off so quickly and so you know what i'm gonna keep messaging him or hey we've been messaging a little bit like i can't decide let's talk on the phone yeah or hey like we're talking on the phone a little bit still not sure let's get coffee yeah like bethany i will quote her until we're not doing this (laughs) podcast anymore like you're just talking to somebody or going out with somebody to figure out if you want to keep doing that. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's your standard of success day yeah. by day. Like, do I want to keep talking to this person? Do I want to go out with this person? Do I want to go out with this person again? If the answer is yes. Great. Keep going. If the answer is no, fine. You call it off. But like, it's not, am I going to marry this person in eight months? Yeah. Is this person going to meet every single qualification I have ever thought of in my entire life? Like, no, it's just, do I want to keep getting mm-hmm. to know this person? Do I want to go out with this person again? If yes, keep going. And yeah. then if you get to a point where you don't and you have like, you've done your due diligence. Okay. It's okay. That's fine. Yeah. But yeah, it doesn't need to like, I feel like a lot of times we have, that's not the easier solution. No, it's not. And so that, and going back to like, we don't want to do anything that's hard or uncomfortable. Like we want the easy way out. That's not the easy way out, but that's the rewarding way to move forward. And that's the more like, the higher chances of what you're looking for actually being fulfilled comes from taking that path. Yes, it does. And I will, I, I can relate with the self-preservation instinct to, because I have had to grow through that, but like the self-preservation instinct to end something at the first sign of trouble because it hurts less. Mm. I get that. Yeah. Um, and I also understand the frustration of not doing that and it ending up how you thought it was going to at that first sign of there being a potential issue. And you're saying, I knew this is how it was going to go. If I had just stopped talking to him, then it wouldn't have gotten to this place. I, I get both sides of that. Um, but I don't think, I think if your goal in relationships or dating is to avoid ever being hurt or to avoid there ever being any uncertainty, you're going to be sorely disappointed because either you will never get into a relationship because you never get past that point. You never push through that, push through the awkward, push through the frustration, push through the uncertainty, push through the, I don't know what I'm doing, push through the, they kind of annoyed me today. You'll never push through those things and actually build a relationship 
that is based off of so much more than just feeling. Yeah. Um, because that's what matters. Or so you'll either never get to that point or you will push through something and constantly have in the back of your head, this is not how it's supposed to be. And you'll constantly be dissatisfied with the relationship that you are in because you have an unrealistic view of what it quote unquote should be in the back of your mind. Um, and I think if, if we had, we had a lot of people who took the view that's opposite that we wouldn't have so many frustrated single people in the church. Mm. I'm just going to be real, real blunt. Yeah. And I say that as a single person in the church. So (laughs) do with that what you will. No, I think you're right though. I think you're absolutely right. One thing I will say though, because this is something that I've had to grow through, I guess is the best way of saying it. I historically have tended to be the person that, because I just knew how things were going to end up. I ended it as soon as there was a problem. And I don't even mean getting to the point of like dating someone. I just mean, I'm talking to someone, getting to know them. I'm like, eh, nope, not going to happen. Cause it's easier than oh, what if we start dating and then it still ends up being a problem. And then I have to break up with this person and tell them, Hey, this is a problem. Otherwise I can say, Hey, I'm not really feeling it and end it early. It's a cop out. I fully admit to that. <laughs> um, what I'm saying is I have, I have grown through that and there have been several things more recently to where I did give it more time where I did kind of, you know, push through, like you said, be diligent about getting to know them better. And I'm very glad that I did. Now I'm not with any of those people, but I see the value of doing that. Um, and one thing you said in like being diligent to get to know them better, that struck a thought in my head of, I think as girls, because we put a lot of weight on the guy being the initiator, the guy being the pursuer, the guy being the one leading, the guy doing all of those things. We sit back and say, well, he sh- what is he doing to get to know me? What is he asking questions? What is he doing to like really get to know me? And I think as girls, we want to be known. We want someone to say, I see you, I know you, and I still want to be with you. I think guys want the same thing. It just manifests itself a little bit differently. But I think we, and I'm saying we, (laughs) slack on getting to know them. We want a guy to get to know us. We want him to, even if he doesn't have the same interests, we want him to listen to us talk about our interests. We want to listen to him, whatever. But as soon as he wants to talk about hunting or guns or, you know, fixing cars or whatever, we're like, ugh, go talk to your guys. I'm not interested in that. Um, instead of repaying the same kindness that we expect from them. So this is an encouragement to you ladies. Make sure the getting to know each other process is reciprocal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. Um, so one thing I've done more recently, and this would be kind of be my final charge encouragement to you guys, is I am trying to take more time to like when I'm studying and I'm looking in scripture and I'm praying, I'm asking the Lord to show me, okay, what is it that a godly person should be? Not a godly husband, not a godly boyfriend, but what are all of us as Christians called to be as followers of Christ? Like those are the things I'm looking for in scripture. Those are the things that I'm thinking about and praying about. And like, those are the things that I'm trying to solidify in my mind more, like have that be more forefront and then look for those things in a potential date or a future spouse or whatever, but not get caught up in the minutia of all the things your future husband should have or be according to you. Um, but what should a godly man be according to God? Like, and but I put godly man, but what should godly Christians look like? 
figure that out and then look for that yeah so and then when you find it marry it yeah <laughs> i was gonna say pursue it but you know if you want to jump that well, <laughs> jump that gun girl you go for it y'all know i talk about um jonathan McLuda's book outdated and i will keep talking about it. it's a fantastic book but he his answer to the question of you know how should i know how do i know who to date who should i date da, da, da. he says find the godliest person you know if you're a girl, find the godliest guy you know. If you're a guy, find the godliest girl you know and ask her out on a date. Mm. If she says no, find the next godliest girl you know and ask her out on a date. He's like, all of this, the rest of this stuff is nonsense. Mm. And I got to say, and he would not say that, that that's all that matters. Like, but everything else should fall under that. Yeah. And I think he's right. Yeah. So if you're listening, I'm totally stealing it from him. But guys, find the godliest girl you know and ask her out on a date figure out the rest. That's your foundation. Girls find the godliest guy, you know, and if you don't want to ask him out on a date, let him know you're interested one way or another. Yeah. That's good. So, okay. That wraps it up there, guys. We have one last thing to talk about really quick because this is the season finale. Um, so what we're going to talk about is that the summer is going to look a little bit different. Um, I'm still finalizing details because I haven't solidified them all in my head, but instead of having, um, a lot of content here over the summer, we are going to shift that to our Facebook group. And what that looks like is we, we're, I'll have more details in the Facebook group. I'm still finalizing direction and a lot of things, but I have seen a lot of y'all talk about it on there. I'm kind of in the same place of just being kind of needing a refresh. I think over the summer is kind of reading between the lines somehow it seems for some people. And I know for me, I'm not on in the online dating sites. I'm not really doing anything. And I'm just going to take the summer and kind of refresh. I have a Bible study that I've really been wanting to do. Um, and, you know, we talk about being the person that the person you're looking for is looking for. Kind of having a summer focused on that. And so I thought, how fun would it be if we did this Bible study together? Um, we could have a Zoom every couple of weeks. You know, we could talk to each other. Accountability. Like, really just spend this summer. And I'm not, I'm not saying, like, the anti-dating summer. I'm not saying that. I'm not asking you guys to say that. I'm just saying I'm going to spend a summer being instead of doing. Mm, um, that's good. So if you happen to cross someone, you meet someone, whatever, fine. I'm not saying turn that down. <laughs> I'm just Don't saying. Don't shoot yourself in the foot. Yeah, people. exactly. But I just thought that would be a really cool thing that we can do in the Facebook group together. And like with all of these things, it's, it's always so much better to do it with friends. So let's do that together. Um, we can, and this is where we can brainstorm. We can spend a month working on, like we can have some skills we're working on over it too, that we can like bounce ideas off of each other. Whether it's, I mentioned a couple of weeks ago, I really want to get better at baking. I want to try stuff, do cool stuff. We can all focus on that together and make some, whatever. We can brainstorm from there. All of that to say, if you're not in the Facebook group already, Head to Facebook, LFTM Community, request to join. There will be more details there, but that's where the focus of our summer is going to be. Yes. Fair enough? It's going to be great. Okay. It's going to be so we fun. We will wrap it there, guys. Season eight is in the books, and I can't believe it. Me neither. So we can't wait to hang out with you more this summer. Head over to Facebook. We will do that. But we will be back in September with more Looking for the Middle, season nine, which is crazy. That is so crazy. But we will be back then. And, you know, we'll probably have stuff here and there over the summer. But until then, I'm Bethany. And I'm Kristen. And this is Looking for the Middle.